Anyone hear me? Can you guys hear me? Hi. Hey, Jen, can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, good. Uh, Sue, did you pick up it? Hello? Maybe not yet. I'm on a new computer now, so I'm, like, trying to confirm. Did you get a new computer? I did. Um, oh, what are you doing with your old one? It's actually weird. My old one I am giving to Danielle's grandmother. Handy. Yeah, I got a Best Buy card years ago, and um, I paid it off, and I haven't thought about it for years. And um, I got a thing in the mail saying, like, 18 months, same as cash and everything. Um, Heck yeah. I hear you. What should I do? What did you end up getting? Because I'm thinking about getting James one for Christmas. I got the low-end MacBook Air, and I love it. Sue, you can't Mm. hear. Um, I don't know. Play with your settings. Um, Go through Skype and make sure your settings. Go Skype um, preferences. Um, Make sure that your microphone is your headset. (laughs) Oh, no. I see where Sue's yelling. Nope. I can't hear you either, Sue. Maybe your mic is on mute. Um, so it was 18 months, same as cash. So I'm like, oh, I'll consider getting one. And I looked, and they were having a sale on the one I wanted that day only. So I'm like, someone's telling me to buy right. it. Yeah, the, I saw, like, I think Best Buy is having a $200 off Apple products on Black Friday. Yeah, the MacBook Air is awesome. I love it a lot. It's tiny. The 11-inch one, like, I have big hands. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's perfect size for me. I love it. Um, I use mine so much. I was thinking about actually just giving James mine and buying, but I want a bigger one because I do gaming on it. Okay. And I want like a 15 or 17 inch, I think this time, because I have a, is it, I have a 13. Apple doesn't do um, 17 anymore. Do they not? Okay. Well, I'll do the 15, but they do that in the air, right? The air, no, the air goes up to 13. Oh, man. Well, the theory is with the new operating... I don't know if you ever updated your operating system with the new... I did. I did. With the new operating system, there's ways you can do it so you don't need to have a ton of things on the screen at once. So you can go with the lower one. All right. Add. Um, Does everyone know that we're coming? It says Puff was off air. Can you just... Well, uh, right now, we can't even look here soon. Can you just... uh, um, I'm going to turn it to you. Yeah, just in the Skype chat, Jen, can you just tell people we're just working to connect? So we'll be right there. Unhook your headset. See if we can hear you through your uh, computer. Oh, yeah. I need a new headset. I use, um, I, <laughs> I still use Big Blue. Is that the thing that goes around your neck? No, I actually use, like, an honest-to-God, um, it's just an actual microphone. Well, mine is being held together with duct tape currently. Uh-oh. I, still have, I found Julia's <laughs> old microphone the other day. We cleaned out that closet I found. Julia's oh, really? Microphone. Yeah. Hang on, let me hang up. I'm going to call everyone. Oh, is she still on Skype, or did she lock off? Uh, Yeah, she's on. Yeah, just hang up and try everybody okay. again. Whoa, you are so loud. Can I you can hear you? hear you. Yep. Yay. Okay, I'm turning down the sound. I hear you. We are going live to Ustream. We've kept you waiting long enough. Oh, I, I hate this on my new computer. My computer and internet connection cannot handle the current quality setting. Never before has a Pavlanian been told they have too much quality. That's what you said. Yay! Do not That's tell weird me that it did that. Again. I know. And nothing's changed since the last time I podcasted. I'm wondering if it was the Halloween ball some t- somehow did something to you. Or sometimes Skype well, just sucks. I wondered about that. So I um I turned off audio hijack thinking maybe that had something yeah. to do with it. Probably not the right. Didn't do anything. Is uh, Brian in the chat tonight? Do we have Brian with us this evening? Do we know? I don't think we yeah, have think Brian, but I don't know. I wanted to thank Brian. He got me. Um, I won in the Halloween ball. I won a uh, thick. And right. the one I've always wanted because um, he, 
Because he's in the forum, so I'm going to send him a a quick message. Yeah, tell him to pop on here. And make Um, sure that they know about it. When we um, read Rebuilding Life, if you remember, it was like McGonagall's last year as headmistress, because in Kez's version, they all came back to school, but McGonagall was retiring after one year. So it was kind of like her swan song, and it was, um, you know, the whole trio. And I remember in the, in the reading of the fic, it was it was much more relaxed between between McGonagall and the trio that year. It was they were students, but they acknowledged what happened, you know, in the final battle, and they weren't just students anymore. And I really wished at the end of it we could see like the trio and McGonagall and like kind of the old guard leave the school, especially like go over the water and like in the boats and look up at the school and have that little bookend. And I was kind of mad that we didn't get that in the series, so I asked. If she could write that, and she said she would, and that was five years ago. So she got busy with life. So that was what I asked uh, Brian to write for me. So he's been um, working on that, and apparently it was supposed to start off as like a, a, a drabble, and it's on like I think the sequel is wow, coming fantastic. out. Fantastic. So, yeah, so that's yeah. coming out in a while. Cool. Uh, so for tonight's podcast, and Bob, if he's listening right now, is shaking because we haven't started the podcast. But Bob, yet. He's not even in. Yeah, oh, but, he could do the stream. The thing with Bob mm-hmm. though is Bob is listening to this, but in the future, right? And he's he's very disappointed that we haven't started the podcast yet. <laughs> We've been on the podcast a whole three seconds. Well, I did it interestingly in the last one, and I'm curious how we're going to actually put the music in because I'd like I tried to to poke Bob in the head, and it and it worked out kind of fun. So for tonight's podcast, uh, Jen has picked our topic for the evening. She has. That always works out well because usually, hey, well, usually there's bear attacks, and and that becomes the topic. What? At least. I've tried, right? This is trying. What were we talking about? Was it someone on Facebook had something and it was basically, a, there was a bear attack and it was the exact same thing that happened to Jen? Yeah. I, it was like a picture, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the exact same thing. I'm like, what are the odds that, like, it had to be plagiarism. I'm guessing the odds are great because there's a lot of photographers out there and there's a lot of bears. And they like their lenses very, very much. They apparently. like to mm. eat people. <laughs> they like to eat people. So there was issues with that. So Jen, what are we talking about tonight? I can't find my link to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I was wrong I when I came up with it right. Then and now. Where is it on the Dadgum Poof Potterfic Weekly page? Because I can't find <laughs> it. It's, it's under I the... I should have just gone to Facebook and gone to the link. To... Hang on, hang on. I got oh, it right here. I've got it open so that I would know where it was. Let's oh, see. Which you just send me the link then? Because I'm yep, just incompetent. Thank no you, Sue. <sighs> I don't have it yet. There it is. Okay. All right. Jen Jen has recently remembered the topic okay. for tonight's episode, and she will share it with right, us at this time. Right. Okay. Well, without just reading, I was reading. Are we going to actually start the podcast, no, or are we just going to go? No. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Bob. We I'm just you. shaking my head at the point. <laughs> Come in, Bob. Come in. I think he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. I'll send the podcast, pointofviewweekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk. <laughs> me angry. <laughs> 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 Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good it means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We're live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Lizzie yeah. wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last Even week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. i got to find some pants. I am simple. Severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how things. I know that, Puffwell. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> that should, either. That should seriously be the Puffwell motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, Dark Crest! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! Got it, Bob! <laughs> this is awesome. I, Bob! It's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling, <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. We just turn the cameras on. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow. Ow. I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his boat. But he is lovely. <laughs> and <laughs> every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? No, I don't. So. Then we'd just be Mexico again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. Where is Sue? Sue! I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. Jen's Not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear clothes. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. That's Stop drinking tea! I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because he's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yawn. I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products. Product. <laughs> oh, wow. And she's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Open. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> the the podcast podcast. <laughs> Are we starting the show? Oh, <laughs> my God. We cannot do it without starting the show. Welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not morning show. It's part of a family of podcasts. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Jen. I'm Sue. And Jen was saying? We're missing Danielle and Bob this week. Well, here's the thing. I love my lovely wife, but it's a good thing she's not here tonight, because in the unpacking and repacking and moving, I can't find the thing I plug into my computer that lets us hear Danielle. So... <laughs> well, that's okay. You couldn't find the thing that let me hear, let you hear me either. That wasn't <laughs> my fault. I don't take responsibility for that. All right. It's your new computer. I blame it. It is. <laughs> Well, okay. So I was reading, I've gotten back into reading like different stories because I read several different genres now. Uh, she has 
evilly got me into like Captain America fan fiction, which I adore. And I had gotten into Doctor Who really big. But, you know, I was started thinking about it and I kind of read them all very quickly what what they have and i thought it's just disappointing that the other genres just don't even compare to the amount of thick that is in the harry potter universe and so i started thinking about stories that i had used to recommend that i even went so far as to try to find my very old rec page from the like the original potter fake weekly do you remember that you'll have to link it to me because i couldn't find it but i thought I started going back and um, you know, trying to remember some of the old fakes, and I started reading them again. And I honestly couldn't even make it through some of them. And I thought, how was this the favorite when it's just god-awful? Now, in and- fairness to Jen, we have updated that page over the years. Okay, so yeah, she may me. actually be reading fics that she's never heard of before, thinking, I like this crap! <laughs> so, but with a southern accent. Well, I mean, it's all... Like, the plot was... I mean, nothing is surprising anymore, because I've read so much. But, um... And I used to read everything. I mean, it didn't matter what ship, what quality. And so, anyway. So, I was going back, and I was reading, and I was just like, this is unbelievable. You know, I can't even read this anymore. And there's just so many new fics that... There's new writers that I had never even heard of. Because I had left Harry Potter fan fiction for a couple of years, I think, post... Post where we quit Potterfic Weekly. I think, I don't know if y'all did too, but at that time, I was just needing a break from it. Because I had been doing it for about 10 years. I needed to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of stopped for a while. And now it's been now it's a couple of years later, right? And I'm starting to go back and trying to find some new stories. And I've started looking at, like, recommendations pages. And the stories that people are recommending are stories that I have never heard of. And so it has been kind of exciting to be able to go and read in a universe stories that are extremely popular and they're, they're new. And it just made me start thinking about how fan fiction had changed, you know, our favorites and tastes, what once were different now. Cause I'm trying to think, cause how long, how many years have we been doing? Have we been doing we're this? Getting ready to start the seventh season. Okay, I'm so this ready is to start recording. seven so years, we're- Ryan. Yes. And I had done, I had start, I had read fan fiction ten years before that. Wait, that and doesn't so make sense. I don't think you've been doing this for seventeen years. So the book's been out for seventeen years. I know. Well, the early fan fiction started after the first one or two that came right. out, and I had started reading then. Like I read all the very originals before, like even on like fanfiction.net, like before it erupted, and like. So I have been reading a very long time, and it just made me think, you know. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing, and this is with everything in life, anytime you and you put nostalgia into the equation, it's difficult to measure things. Because we look back at the golden age of fandom, we look back at the golden age of Perfect Weekly when the forum had 100 people on it at the time, and it was so exciting, we're waiting for the books to come out, we just met each other, it was new. And you look back at the fix you re- you read in the past, and you just remember the excitement because it's so new, and because you, you haven't read the plot 50 times before. So it's interesting, mm-hmm. you look back at it seven years later, and you without all of that added on, it's like going to Disney World for the second time at 30 when you're trying to remember it the first time when you were 10. It's a very different experience. So it's weird for me. And I'm 
Jen went through, you know, her experience with it. I stopped reading fan fiction for a while after I left Perfect Weekly mm-hmm. and I got we back had in- just done so much. Yeah, we had done a lot of it. And I mm-hmm. got back into it for whatever reason. I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember. It's on the podcast somewhere. So I, I, I'm on record saying what it was. So I'll listen to it someday and remember. But <laughs> something got me back into it. And I, re- I think I you read Vox. It was Vox. Well, I, th- I think there was something even before Vox, but it was primarily Vox. And what happened with, with Vox Corporis was it was, it was a Harmony fic. And I had never read the Harmony before, I don't think. Yes, you had. You had read. P.O.U. Well, P.O.U. But P.O.U. was kind of almost... It was Harmony. It was, it was it was such a good fic, but it was so over the top. It was difficult. Oh, come to, on. Oh, it was awesome. That wasn't difficult. Okay, everyone had <laughs> we, a desk. That is one of our best podcasts ever. And, well, it was a great it podcast, but it was so over the top. Ever. But I, no, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it, but it was very, very <laughs> over the top. And it, Vox Caporis was, the, was, to me, it was like after the end in Harmony. Right. I haven't read that yet. I need to. Yeah, it was a very emotional um, story with 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 dealing with like fallout and human frailty, but in a harmony universe. And to me, it convinced me why that could work if it was written in a certain way. So from and I'm weird too because I am one of those people. I have a thousand fix on my Kindle, and I read very very slowly. And Mm -hmm. after I finish one, eventually, because I read it so slowly, I want to read it again. (laughs) <laughs> so, and I'm like that with TV shows too. I have 50,000 TV shows I have to watch. I keep watching the same ones over and over again. Uh, so it's difficult for yeah. me to get into things. NCIS. <laughs> yeah, it, it's on there. NCIS. I just finished uh, Major Crimes. I'm now starring The Good Wife because I watched the pilot of that and I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, Very mom loves that. Terribly, terribly, terribly um, titled show because I think it turned off every man with the title. But um, I guess what I'm coming from here is. I had read a lot of Harry Ginny canon-esque fics, and like Jen said, they have similar plots and whatnot, and I hadn't read all of them. There's still a ton of classics I haven't even touched, but I think I needed something different to bring me back into it, and I think Harmony kind of was that, because when it's written well, it's something completely new and different. So that Well, even taking that, you know, I had left, I just associate this, because I had left Harry Potter fan fiction when we stopped Potterfic Weekly, and I just kind of didn't read for a month or two, and then I got immersed in Doctor Who fanfiction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, there's just so much out there that you're just trying new things, and it's all exciting, and I found one or two that I felt were exceptional. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I want to ask you a question, because everyone's different. We've had podcast yeah. after podcast about why people read fanfiction, and what right. is it about that? I'm curious, what is it, because... For me, I, I got into Harry Potter because I was pissed that Harry broke up with Ginny, and that just irked me. I get annoyed when characters do. Well, I was going to lead into that, actually. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. So I'll, I'll hold until. Okay, get yeah, to that hold piece. one second. Yep. So, okay, so I was reading Doctor Who, and I got bored with it. None of the wow. characters seemed right. And yet they weren't wrong because there's so much you don't know about the doctor that who, who the hell knows what was right and wrong, but it didn't feel like after you started reading some, it didn't feel like the doctor who universe anymore. It felt like they had taken those characters and just shoved them in whatever story that fit with the TARDIS. And I thought this is not the same thing. And I went back that, that pulled me back to Harry Potter because for some reason, and I'm not, there is 
always the exception to like the crazy story or the AU story that has nothing to do. And I have to say that those don't draw me in as much as reading a Harry Potter story that has to do with the magical world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, like, I don't want to read about Harry and Hermione, like in the 1700s in Jane Austen or, you know, that ha- they right. don't have magic. Like that's not. So anyway, what? I- so it pulled me back because the stories, there are so many in the Harry Potter. And if you'll even look like compare Harry Potter fan fiction to every other fan fiction genre out there and there is more Harry Potter than anything else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what pulled me back was not necessarily like I kept thinking, why am I being pulled back? Why? Why? What is it about this specific group of characters that I don't care what story I read in them? I want to read more about these characters. And like, even as I'm reading, you know, Captain America, I'm just saddened by how little how little fan fiction is even available. And then quality out, out of that little bit is, is just, you find a story maybe. Right. I mm-hmm. had that experience this week. I, um, I finished uh, the closer, which took me only a mere eight months to watch or whatever it was. And I watched in about three days, um, the first two seasons of the spinoff major crimes. And it stars Mary McDonald, who played uh, president Roslyn on Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. And, and she was in dances with wolves. Dances with wolves a long time ago. It's a really good show. It's a really good show. And for whatever reason, um, it ended on some of a cliffhanger. I wanted to check out what fan fiction there was. And there's very, 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 very little. And there was actually one that was an interesting plot, which is essentially that um, Admiral Adama tries to find Laura Rosling, gets sucked through time, and ends up at major crimes with, mm-hmm. with Captain Raider, played by the same actress. And it was... It was terrible. It was it was horribly written, and it it, it was. Ter- I read it in like five minutes, and I was done. But the thing was, that was all there was. So, right. if you want fan fiction in that universe, that's pretty much what you have. So, yeah, and but- that's how it used to be in Harry Potter fan fiction. Like for those who can remember, it once was like that. And my whole idea for this podcast came from why is the Harry Potter universe so much bigger? And has, it's, you know, when we stopped after Potterfic Weekly, when we stopped, I thought, well, you know, Harry Potter is over. Mm-hmm. There's, this is, they're going to, there's going to be a decline in fiction. There, there's, why are we staying in this universe? It's going to end. And then years later, I come back and it has grown and I'm like, what? <laughs> in a different way than I expected. And I mean, I was looking at people's answers, like even how, you know, even asking them, do you think it is, you know, Harry Potter fan fiction has increased or decreased? And everyone kind of said decreased, but from my research, it's not true. Well, it's the speed increased. and what, the, the, the rate of growth has decreased, but, but, but it's still the quality to- of writing that has come out. The stories may not be as plentiful, but they are, they have quality. They're, really they're not well just written. producing. They're not just producing junk like in the original Harry Potter stories. Like if you go to a different genre, and there's just a few stories, and none of them are very good. Yeah, that's interesting. It's you kind would, of. You would think. I'm just trying to think outside the box here. You would think if it's a fandom that's not active, right? If in another fandom it's not active, you get the crap that you get. 
but now you're saying if the Harry Potter fandom is less active, which admittedly it is because yes. like you said, it's over. Would, mm-hmm. Why would you have a different thing? And I'm wondering if it's some, if some of it is because the fandom existed, because the fandom reached a certain height, you know, as an author, if I write a 30 chapter, you know, fic that I, I've been dying to write, I'm going to get feedback because there's still people reading this. And there's still, right. there's still websites that will publish it. There's, you know, beyond fanfiction.net. And there's still like an infrastructure almost to this fandom that can facilitate me getting the reviews I want for it. You wonder if that, that's it. But the other thing is, I mean, the, the reason I came into it again was because I, I wanted to read a particular type of story and it went from there. But this particular story, it's about kids and most people who read it tend to be younger. And it, it it's a coming of age story, so you can take it in many different directions. You can talk about, but the- at the same time, you say kids, but everyone who started we're reading all Harry adults, Potter, yeah, right. they, everybody's an adult now. Everybody, has but we grown. weren't. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with these, you know, I'm 32, Jen's 30. I mean, the the, the exception is how old were we when we started this, and, and how old right. am I? Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I thought it was reading enough. Sue's one of us. <laughs> Sue's one of us. <laughs> You're 30 years well, okay, old. Okay, here's here's my kind of take on it. Yeah. And and I know that I'm a little different because but I have a feeling that all of us kind of fall in this category. If I found a book that I liked, I read it over and over again. And if I found an author that I liked, I read as many books as I could from that author. This is before I found fan fiction or anything like that. And I would say that all of us probably Ryan, you do it with the the TV shows. I don't know if you do it as much with books. And stories, but we reread. Mm-hmm. And those of us that are in the fandom, we really read. But even people that aren't in the fandom reread Harry Potter. Harry Potter is this timeless thing. I have a friend who's not in the fandom at all. She knows about the fandom because she knows me, who is just now finishing her reread of the Harry Potter series again. And, you know, a couple of months ago, she was just like, I went to the library to get Harry Potter and it's gone. Mine's missing. I tried to get it. It's not there. I have to start reading it today. Does anybody have a copy that I can borrow? And so she's been reading it. And so, you know, and so and she's just finished it again. And and so I sent her and said, you know, I've got fanfic for you when you're ready. And she said, I I think I'm ready, Sue. So I sent her Dumbledore's. Dumbledore's army in the year of darkness. But I think that part of it is that even people that aren't into the fandom love Harry Potter so much that they're rereading it. So the people that are in the fandom, the, the people that are writing and yeah. the people that there are so many people that are, that are typing in the chat. I can't even keep up um, that are writing and reading fan fiction are there's more to it. And I don't quite know how to explain it, but well, I mean, it's almost a well, obsession. Let me just say this. I mean, what I was, I, two things. What I was saying before was, I think when you look at the, the Harry Potter fans, we tend to be young at heart. And mm-hmm. you know, everything that the, the books tell, it's about an 11 year old whose life changes overnight. And all of a sudden he realizes there's a world out there, even for people like him. And, you know, b- back to the basics, friendship, tr- you know, loyalty and, you know, accepting responsibility for your decisions. I mean, it's, it's basic stuff that a lot of people who are cynical, gloss over oh it's a kid's book well it's not and when you look at the fact that look at the characters the characters are younger so you can tell stories about them when they're young when they're in school right. when they're older you know mm-hmm. it, 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 ma- there's magic so it, you know any type of story you want to tell you want to tell a time travel story it works you want to tra- tell a story you know where 
something magical happens. I'm saying this poorly, but you know, anything you want, you have a very broad landscape that you can, you can tell that particular type of story. Right. And- well, I had a theory that people, because people have grown up with Harry Potter, that the original fan fiction writers were young, 12, 13, right. 14 year olds with the rare adult, but rare. And as everyone has aged, of course your writing gets better. Your reading gets better. Maybe everything that's coming post Harry Potter is because everyone is older. Well, it's interesting you say that. Better. It's interesting I don't you know. say it's that. It's a thought. I was talking. I posted something on um, my Facebook feed the other day. They're bringing Full House back. I know. Right. And, <laughs> and Boy Meets World come back comes back next year. And I was posted. And now I'm a huge Boy Meets World fan. Full House, not very so much. Not very but much. Um, uh, Mr. Renna responded to the post saying, "Well, think about it. We're all now, you know, 31, 32. We're the generation, you know, X generation Y. We're the people now that the advertisers want. So how do they get me to sit down? They put on the TV shows I watched when I was 11." Mm-hmm. And they bring everyone back because it pulls me to the TV. So, I mean, that's the thing. We've all grown up with this and now we're older and now we want to see different types of stories. I mean, we did a podcast once where I was talking about, you know, what do you consider a great fic? And when you look at the, at the time, it was either the, the best, the best fics, I think, are the ones that were post goblet or post order because the story was broken. Once you get to the first three books are almost like one off, one shots. Well, and they're kid, they're kid, books. they're kids books. But think of it. You, you get the first book and you know, the Voldemort's out there somewhere, but it's very, very early to, to go. And the real the, angst of the characters has right. not really begun right. until book four. Yeah. And when you, and when you read Chamber of Secrets, there's a bit about the diary. You don't know it's important yet. If you feels like a one shot. You didn't know you didn't even know it was that interconnected until you got to six. Right. So then you get to mm-hmm. then you get three and you get the backstory, the original trio, Harry's parents, and then it ends. It's it's like it's it's like you hit the reset button at the end of the week. And it's not until you get to the graveyard scene that you get the arc of the story really kick into gear. So after Goblet and after Order especially, you can take what Joe wrote and you can craft how you want the story to go. So you can have a great year five, year six, year seven story. You can have a great year six, year seven story, you know, after Sirius's death. Once you get to Half-Blood Prince, you know, oh, by the way, in the next book, there will be many horcruxes and Harry must destroy them all before Voldemort. Like, Joe tells you what will happen. You can get there however you want it. And what I said at the time was, I don't think you're going to see authors in the future sit down and say, okay, let's write a fic where Harry comes back for his sixth year today because we've moved on from there. I'm guessing right. a lot of the fics that you see now, and I could be wrong, are, are more post-Hogwarts. Post-Hogwarts. Right, um, right. You know, like I, I'm reading a great Harmony fic that takes the epilogue into account. So it takes us from the final battle to the epilogue and tells us how it's really a Harmony story, which is mm-hmm. creative. I mean, it tells about Rose and, and um, Scorpius at school, and it, and it goes in that direction. Or it completely undoes the, the, the whole thing and brings us back to the beginning and rewrites Kim. As if the epilogue didn't exist at all. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, going Poor back Jen. to the... I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this all week, about how what, would I, what we talk about. But um, when... If you go back to the original fix, and let's just assume that a lot of them, a majority of them, were written by young people, not children, but young young adults, mm-hmm. young teens. Um, when the biggies came out, and I honestly, at this at this moment of time, without doing the research, can't even tell you which were the first of the biggies, but I know in that time period, 
um, coming out of the very early fan fictions, I'm sure after the end on Sugar yes. Pill came out, mm-hmm. Cassandra Clare's Draco trilogy, POU, came out before book five, I believe. Um, when those novel lengths, and those are just three, I'm sure there's more. I just, I don't know where they are right now. Um, mm-hmm. when those came out, they were so above and beyond the rest of the fix that were currently circulating. Most of them were one shots. Most of them were badly written. Most of them were either just a copy of canon or so AU it didn't even, nobody wanted to read it. And when those biggies came out, novel length, plot thought out, creative, unique, and yet remaining in the universe of sorts. I think that is where people started going, oh my gosh, we we can do better. There mm-hmm. can be better. And I think because of those early really good fics that people, I mean, they didn't just latch upon these fics. Like these fics were like, this is going to open you up to a whole new world of mm-hmm. expanding on this genre that you all love. Like these are the stories that made people passionate about exploring further how they could, you know, outside of the books. And you were even saying, you know, the original books didn't give me this scene and I really wanted it. And I asked someone to do it. Well, that is the whole point of fan fiction. I mean, there's so much that, that JK Rowling does give us, but there's so much that she didn't. Well, I was thinking about this too. One, my wife is a, is a ginormous Gilmore Girls fan. I am too, but she watches it all the time. Whenever she's cooking, she has an episode on her iPad. She, she lives in that universe. And I w- w- watched a lot of it with her. And I actually started reading Gilmore Girls fan fiction. And the reason I did that, and I think it's pretty clear why I did that, at least to me, is that I associate, I love the characters up until a certain point. And then they start making terrible decisions. And it makes me like angry. I'm like, why don't you just do this and everything will be fine? Well, they do something different. And (laughs) it's well written. They're human. And they just, they're they're humans who did things that would drive me. If my friends did these things, I wouldn't be able to talk to them for months at a time because they would just, I would roll my eyes. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm so annoyed. So I like to read fan fictions where the characters come to that crossroad and they do what I think they should have done in the first place and everything works out fine. So I'm actually reading fics where they kind of, back up and go the right way and everything works out for them. It's funny because I know Jen hates the epilogue, but with Harry Potter, I don't, there's no, I don't look at Harry Potter and say, Ooh, it was all, it was great until book five. And then they all got stupid. And that, you know what I mean? It's not, I, I, there's so much stuff I wish we had, but I don't get that sense from Harry Potter that there's that overwhelming feeling that they should have just fixed this. And that's why we have so much. I didn't like the, conclusion, the forced conclusion. My favorite thing about stories is when if it had ended with, and he went up the stairs and it was time to rest, I would have felt completely satisfied because there would have been, there could have been more the imagination. I don't like them going, Oh, and here's also how it ended 20 years later. That actually interests me because you don't, I haven't ever taken you as the type who likes an open ending story. But that wasn't an open ending. They, it ended Harry Potter. He finished his job. The book was done well, before the epilogue. Here's here's the thing. Like I'm a Voyager fan, Star Trek Voyager, or I'm as close to a fan as you can probably get. And the theory of that show was it was about a group of people trying to accomplish something for seven years. And at the end of the series, you know, it comes to the the, the journey is ended. And, you know, so to speak, and the minute the journey ends, 
the, the curtain goes down and that's the end of the show. And the fans were livid saying, I waited seven years to see the fallout from that and to see what happened to everyone and how things had changed. And the minute it ends, it's like you run across the finish line and, and cue the credits. But so- at the same time, like, I, I don't feel like taking characters out of their characterization. Like at no point from one to seven, did she jump years? Did we not know what was happening between year one, year two, year three? Like, I didn't see that it was necessary yeah. for her to blank out how many years? 19 or something? And then be like, oh, and here's a vomit of information that I know you don't care about. And most of you don't even like or want. Here you go. Um, well, yeah, I just I mean- felt it was a big cop-out. It was a forced conclusion and I, I i think the series would have done better without it but um, i i am curious if the, she had ended it with harry at the stairwell if the yeah. fans would have been like well what happens to everybody i've waited all these years to know Jerron, hermione get married to harry and didn't have kids like who this like i think people would want that so i'm wondering I, if it was had the mo- like think of the movies had the movies ended with the three of them staring out at, out of the broken hogwarts if I had never seen Draco's balding head or <laughs> Jimmy's fake fat suit, I would not have been sad ever. Like, I'm sorry, but the epilogue, it was but, better without it. Oh, there could have been a different know. means of closure. Yeah. There could have been I, a different really better. I really liked seeing with Harry and Albus and it tying was the shoe well, here's Just the because endings. he was abused doesn't mean that he, we have to see what a great father he is because of it. Like the endings, but well, it also brings it full circle. The series well, set, more or less begins with Harry going to Hogwarts and it ends with his son going to Hogwarts. But I mean, when you not when she didn't write from here to there, like Jenny's relationship <laughs> with Harry. Oh, we broke up. Oh, we looked at each other across the broken Hogwarts while she child burrowed into her mother. And then 20 years later, they've had kids like, hello, what happened? She could have written something in there. I I know. I think it's one of those damn if you do, if you don't. And you know what the thing is? There's, <laughs> there's shows that I think have brilliant endings. Chuck, for example, which Jen is watching now, I think has a brilliant ending. I don't know if you will love it or hate it. Because it tries to have, you can, they always try and have, you know, multiple layers to endings and try and satisfy as many people as possible. Then you have a Sopranos type ending, which goes the other way. And people are saying, well, I can't, it was too cryptic. I can't figure out what just happened. So, I mean, I think you try, you. Do you know what she should have done? I just realized this. Do you know in some of those movies where during the credits, they show the picture and they have like what that person ended up becoming and doing with their life? Well, she talked about that. Not the epilogue. She started it like that. And then she said, this is crap. I can't do this. And (laughs) she changed it. Well, it just, it it would have been, seriously, if you think about this. Had you originally read book seven, you got to the point where he goes up the stairs. Had you, had you had a blank page after flipped the page and then showing, um, like Harry Potter's picture or something and having a little thing that said, um, Harry did eventually get married. He became a Quidditch, whatever. He was happy. It would have been wonderful. You know what I mean? Like it would have been, it would have been more. But here's the thing, Wait. though. It seems, it seems like. Let me ask you this: Do you are, do you dislike the fact that in canon, after Harry beat Voldemort, that he married Ginny and had lots of kids? I I would not have hated it. Had no, I'm not asking you about. I'm not asking about the book. I'm asking 
in, in Harry's journey, do you object to the fact that in Harry's journey after Hogwarts, he married Ginny and had lots of kids? I would have liked to see the challenge between the relationship. I think that they came from two extremely different backgrounds, but we never, ever see their complications. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just because she has a Weasley family does not make him suddenly know how to be part of a family or to be a good dad. Like, he never, ever saw that from anyone. Well, I, two things. I mean, my point, I want to respond to what you just said. My point is, you can hate the epilogue in that you can hate the way Joe wrote it. You can hate the way she mm-hmm. planned it. You right. can hate the pacing. You can hate that. But few people hate the fact that the story ended up there. So right. compare that to I can't stand in Gilmore Girls the Logan years because I hate and this. I don't think he's that bad. No, but I don't like that. The, I don't like who she became. That character became when she went in that direction. I don't. I don't like the story itself. I don't like the characterization. I think it's well thought out. I think people do stupid things, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. I just wouldn't like her if I met her on the street. Right. With who she well, became. To answer the question, though, I, does it bother me that Jenny ended up with Harry? No, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it, the books always hinted towards that till Harry had a complex and, you know, ended it with her like an idiot. But at the same time, just because they dated for five minutes in sixth gear does not mean they're compatible in the future. Like, to me, it was a writing cop-out. Like, oh, I've had, you know, everybody has been angsty. I'm just going to let everybody have a happy end. There you go. I mean, like, well, I I think that RK in the chat has a really good point. He says that the books always gave him the idea that there was a lot more to the world than was actually there, and that's what made it so great. Because there were things that happened, quote-unquote, off-screen, that you know kind of happened or you think kind of happened, and then it comes back. I think that Harry and Ginny had quite a bit of time in between that first kiss and Dumbledore's funeral. And we never saw it. We don't see it, but I think it was there. But we never saw year I mean, it has to be there because we had 19 years of missing anything, and then suddenly, you know, she's popped out babies. And we never saw year eight, too, and that's why I love year eight stories. I love... After the end, I, I love did stories too. the, the <laughs> next year. I mean, there's we're co- kind of covering two different things here. We're yeah. covering you know, <laughs> reasons for fan fiction. Is it because something in 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 the official version, the canon, happened that pisses us off so much we want to see it undone? Well, it's not necessarily pisses off. It's that well, I've had that. I read other fan fiction because it pisses and things, me off. Things yeah. got left out. Right. I mean, she but, pushed past several relationships right. just because it didn't fit in the plot. Right. So like my right. thing is I'll read Gilmore Girls fan fiction two different ways. I'll read ones that go back in time and fix the stupid mistakes or I'll read ones after the canon when everything is admittedly now screwed up because of stupid mistakes made, the characters go back and correct them and keep it within the canon. I'll take it either way. When I look at Harry Potter canon, I'm fine with everything Joe wrote. But like Jen said, I want to see more. I want to see how we got to that epilogue. Because everyone was saying when they were waiting for Deathly Hallows to come out, don't worry, fan fiction will fix this. When she kills Harry, Melinda will bring him back. Okay. And that that never happened. I'm going to compare this very quickly to the new Superman that has just come out on DVD. My husband thinks that this Superman movie is the best thing that has ever, ever happened to Superman. (laughs) Okay, I have major problems with enjoying the Superman movie because 
They do not explain how things go from here to here. For example, they show Lois and Clark together, like in a graveyard, and the next thing you know, they're in a desert, and they are in love. Like, okay, just because they're Lois and Clark, and people know that those names are romantically involved, doesn't mean you don't show how they got there. The progression is what captivates people. I have a problem with the Superman movie just because... You can't show scene. Here's the beginning. Here's the middle. Here's the end, and leave it up to the audience to figure out what the hell happened. In well, that's between. why I have trouble with um, Star Trek Into Darkness for similar reasons. But yeah, I mean that. Well, I mean, we know that Harry and Ginny are compatible. We get little scenes that show how she differs from Cho Chang and Hermione. Mm-hmm. Hermione is very motherly. Hermione is very pushy. Cho Chang is a typical girl. And Ginny is the one who slaps Harry upside the head and says, oh, by the way, yeah, that must suck to, you know, be that close to Voldemort and have him in your head. Hmm. Do we right. know anyone else, perhaps, who has had this problem, too, who could offer some useful insight? So that's the, the different thing that she does with Harry is she she pokes through all of the clouds that he puts up around himself so you get that little piece and then the show it was never about well, the no, two of you them. totally yeah. understand why jenny is there for harry right you totally get that you never ever see why jenny specifically harry needs her he needs his friends he needs ron and hermione but i never understood oh i disagree i think that's exactly why, why. i think that why? hermione oh you want to yeah, yes. Hermi- yeah. Her- <laughs> hermione Hermione is the bookworm. Hermione is the, is the exposition queen. She's the one that will solve every problem. He had no family. They became his family. Right. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, and he, it's always been, it's always been Ron and Hermione. Ron is the emotion. Hermione is the logic. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Kirk and McCoy and Spock, you know, the, mm-hmm. Harry's in the middle. And, and the thing that Ginny offered was Hermione was a blunt instrument. She would beat Harry over the head till he studied. Right. And she, she wouldn't quite get, okay, a little bit of post-traumatic stress, maybe ease up on the reins a little bit. And she, like, she loves him to death, but there just, there wasn't that compatibility in the canon. And Ron is his best friend. It's easier to relate to a guy, but God, he does stupid things all the time. And the thing with Ginny was, she's the one that could, she kind of saw him for who he was. <laughs> and especially, I'm, I'm thinking in, um, Order of the Phoenix in that scene with the Easter eggs. And just was able to reach him in the way that no one else could. And kind of in a different way than Ron and Hermione ever could. Well, obviously. I mean, a romantic interest. Well, not even romantic. Not even romantic. In that she knew how to reach him in a way that wouldn't piss him off, but would shock him with information that maybe he needed. I, I think that where Hermione was more the parental figure and Ron was more the friend, that Ginny's role was more of support for whatever Harry's decision was because he didn't have anyone just supporting him being him. He had Hermione telling him what to do and Ron begging him to stay near him. You know, he couldn't be himself and Ginny supported him being himself. And I, I get that, but her role was so minuscule that there was too much emphasis later on for me to believe that it was more than just the incident. I don't know. I my, what what draws me to fan fiction is reading about how really fucked up Harry is post Hogwarts because he should be. Mm-hmm. He really mm-hmm. should be, and it was never written in that he he just fell apart. He always stood strong, and at some point, like people have to fall apart, and like mm-hmm. I that's what draws me to post Hogwarts fic because it feels real then. 
Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, and they lived happily ever after. Because, like, what? That, I think, was more the slap in the face of why I disliked the epilogue. Because everything couldn't have ended just fine in the end. Well, I think you're saying you objected to the tone because... Maybe so. Well, here's the thing. In book seven, everyone dies. Remus dies. um, Tonks dies. Fred dies. And Harry beats Voldemort. Dobby dies. And and, and, Dobby dies. Owls falling from the sky, and then it jumps to, to seventeen years later, nineteen years later, and Harry's happy. That well, why? that's consistent. Well, why do we all like after the end so much? It's because realistic. Could, well, because it's, it's realistic on what would happen post. It's yeah. Eerie. He he becomes happy. It's a long journey for him. But, but it, we, you don't know whether or not it was a long journey because of the epilogue. Epilogue. I almost said episode because she left that for the fanfic readers to be able to fill things in. Mm-hmm. And see, I find that a cop out. That's what I hate about the epilogue. Like if she had just ended, then she absolutely would have left but it's it. It's not inconsistent though. If she showed us a year later, if she if she jumped to the one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And Harry and Ginny were newly married right. and they had a little tyke on the way and Ron and Hermione were just smiling mm-hmm. at each other and grinning and McGonagall was twinkling and everything. You could say, okay, exactly when did Harry have his emotional breakdown in the car on the way here? But, you know, mm-hmm. She jumps 20 years ahead. Right. You, it's yeah. consistent, but you don't... like. I- I'm curious how you would have reacted if she put into the epilogue how happy they were now especially given the dark days after the final battle. Mm-hmm. And if she I probably had- would have reacted the same way. Because in my opinion, you can't force somebody a happy ending when they obviously have more trials to go through. Like if, if J.K. Rowling came out and said, you know what? Seven is not the end. I'm going to do eight through 15. Mm-hmm. And she did it legitimately. It would be amazing. It would be an amazing thing. Oh, yeah. But she didn't, you know, no. and you can't, you can't go, well, this was, this was a brilliant end to the journey because I feel in some ways gypped. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Though. Her story was never meant to be what you wanted from it because, and I'm kind of with you in this. I love the, the reaction story. I hated the Voyager ending because just when we're about to see the fallout of, of a TV series of everything we've seen, they cut to the end. Mm-hmm. And they don't even tell us, oh, in 20 years, here's what happened to every character. It sends. I have no idea right. what happened to these people. <laughs> right. And, and at least we got and, an epilogue. I mean, like, I, like, I'm the reverse agent. I would have hated it if it just ended there. Because like, did, did Harry did Harry jump off the building? What happened? Like, That's right. Like, yeah. is Ron an alcoholic? Who knows? Sure. Because like, you don't <laughs> know what happens to everybody. True. I mean, mm-hmm. that it, what I kind of didn't like about it was I, I, I hate the ones where it's like, oh, and, and here's Brad's three children, and here's Charlie's yeah. dogs. And, and Harry has and, a, Quidditch pit, a Quidditch team of kids. Yeah. And, like, in my office, we have to put everyone's name on, like, plates outside their office because the new people don't know who anyone are. And I'm like, okay, Victor, that sounds French. I think she's with Bill. Like, it's like, I'm like, who's with who? <laughs> Maybe, maybe for me personally, because you, you remember the first time I read Deathly Hallowed, I hated it. I, yes. I was, I was torn up and that's basically what it was. I was, I was broken that it, that everything had happened. Um, but then I read it again and at, by the end, before the epilogue, I had found closure with it. Um, I think possibly my hatred for the epilogue spurned simply because of timing. And of course, I want all the characters to have a happy ever after, of course. But I feel like I had taken such a journey with them that 
after reading Harry finally have a moment of rest and then be slapped with two years later and how happy everyone was, was shocking. And it, but that's always the story, and you're breaking up a little bit, Jen. You sound a little quiet, too. I'm not sure if you can... Do I? Yeah, you I haven't changed quiet. anything. Well, you, it's I'm, just that she stopped yelling. Just a little aside. Like, 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 <laughs> she was so passionate earlier that it was really loud. <laughs> She's calming down tonight. a little Is bit. Is anyone else? You guys seem very quiet to me tonight. No. I, I think it's just Well, Jen, you. you're breaking up. That too. Why? I didn't do anything. Uh, no, like, I'm, like, actually struggling to hear you guys tonight, so I'm not sure if it's my, like, I keep trying it to. It has to be Where, you. Is your volume up? It's everything I've, is up as high as it can it's possibly Skype. Go. Let's just blame Skype. Okay. I've got everything well, jacked. I can just... turn myself, I'll turn okay. myself up a little bit more. I turned myself down because everybody was so loud. To move on, just a little bit, to move forward in the discussion. Yep, because we're running out of Yep. Do y'all find that now, after you have, we, we were immersed in Harry Potter fan fiction with what was available then. We, we mm-hmm. all gave it a break. We, we needed a break. We, we moved on to different things, but then we've all been drawn back. Um, do you find I, that when you are looking for stories, do you seek out either the same plots or, or, you know, ships that you once did before or have your tastes, you know, changed as, as we've all gotten older? I've looked for different types of stories only because, and, and I haven't read nearly as much as, as you two probably have, but I, I'm looking for different types of stories because I'm, I love when you read a fic and it's so new and fresh and you, and you haven't thought of this before and you want to just keep reading and reading versus mm-hmm. fics where you've read it a hundred times and you don't care if you take a few days in between the chapters. So I'm looking for newer things to kind of keep my excitement level up. Because mm-hmm. I have some profound thoughts on this. Well, I didn't leave the fan because right. I've been doing Pottershick Weekly mm-hmm. all along. <laughs> but if you look at season six this year, we did some really out there stories because I kind of felt like, well, we've kind of done most of the other ones. So we did a Harry Potter Star Trek crossover. We did our first one of the season was... um Marge ends up adopting Harry and she likes Harry and thinks Dudley's a spoiled brat and she wants, she sends him off to jail. We did, uh, Snape turns into a bat and gets hurt and Harry finds him and keeps him in a cage for a while. Uh, we did a next gen with, uh, the, the next gen trio. So Albus and Scorpius and Rose in Hufflepuff. So we really kind of pushed the boundaries on this one and I think we found some really good stories. Now I'm, I, I, it's a little harder for me because I tend to like whatever I read. I, I don't have, I, I read everything that, but I've also been really spoiled in that I've only ever really read things that have been recommended. Right. So that's a little harder, but I think it's been fun to kind of push the envelope and find some, some different and more off the wall stories this time around. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Well, I, I was one that I always felt like I needed to make the rec list. And so I didn't mm-hmm. usually go off other people's recs because I felt like I searched for stories that appealed to me in a way. And I think that that definitely has changed through maturity. When I was younger, you know, I, w- I always wanted to read about older, older, you know, I, I didn't want to read about kids going through the same thing as me. I wanted to read about, uh, you know, mm-hmm. pre-adults or, or late teens and their experiences and kind of understand. And, and I think when I got to be, an early 20 year old, I, I I had some dark personal things happen. And I think I looked for stories had similar occurrences in the characters. And I think that 
it, it led to some dark fix, but at the same time, I really feel like the stories that I read, watching characters go through the same things and then have them get help or something and get better, you know, it after a while, it rubs off on you and you feel okay coming out of whatever situation you're going through. Um, and, I, and I think that's a good thing about books in general. You can read about a character and perhaps it's similar and they can overcome it eventually. So can you. you. Yeah. And so um, I, I definitely, I went through a period where there was just a lot of dark fix. And now, now that I'm a mom, um, my life is way, way different. I can't even stand to watch the news. I cannot contemplate reading some of those dark fix that I once did because my, I don't know how to even say it. My issues with those things where I once needed to read them to get through them now, I can't touch them because I'm past it in mm-hmm. a way. And so the the stories that I want to read now more are personal growth, personal um, angst, not necessarily issues happening to characters, but just them evolving in their lives. And so I like, I like stories where kids are involved in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like stories about people falling in love, getting married, doing the adult life thing, getting married, settling down, having kids. That is kind of more what I'm reading now opposed to just, um, I don't know, earlier, more relationship issues fix. Does that make sense? No, it does. I want to see. So, and I feel like that has to do with my age, with my, where I've been at what time in my life to what fix I've looked for. Um, and I find that interesting, the evolution, because I'm looking back, like I said earlier, I, I was looking back at some of the fix that I had originally, my top 10, my top 20, whatever. And mm-hmm. there was only a couple, like I used to read, I mean, I mean, even think of that we, the we did a year like none other. Right. And I, I remember. I was passionate. I was passionate about this story. I can hardly read it now. I cannot stand to read child abuse where before I thought it was important, an important issue to read so that people could acknowledge that that is something that happens to people mm-hmm. and grow from it. But now that I have kids, like it, my whole outlook has changed towards fan fiction and what stories are out there. Um, anyway, I just How do you feel about Lioness now? Yeah, there, you know, uh, I will say everybody has a mood. You know, some days mm-hmm. you have a mood and some days you just keep on trucking. And I admit that there is days where I feel more drawn to that. that I mean, that draw still, you know, I want to go mm-hmm. sometimes. But for the most part, I, I don't, that doesn't interest me much anymore. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting, an interesting concept to see if other people had found that the stories that they searched for had changed with kind of their maturity in a way. And so ships even. I don't. Th- well, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, I, I don't think I was ever as off the reservation as Jen. Like so the farthest I've ever gotten well, no. was. Well, no. Y'all read what, canon. Yeah. Like the farthest I've gone is. What if Harry's more into brunettes? Like that's as far as <laughs> I travel. Oh, well, that's that's not true. Well, yeah, I guess because yeah, that would be from exactly my. Well, like there's mind. ships that I used to could read that I can't stand now. They don't seem remotely practical. Such as. Oh. Uh, the the last I can't story even think. of season six is Luna Theodore Knott. That's our ship. Yeah. Did one of them have and, a head injury? And it actually is a really neat story. And it's by St. Margaret, so you know it's oh. going to be good. I read a story the other day that had the two of them in a relationship. It wasn't about them. It was a Draco Hermione fic. 
but they that relationship was in the story and it was good well my thing is like i like okay i'm doing harry hermione now another one i would like to read is probably harry luna which isn't remotely right. canon-esque but why not it's just as canon-esque as they had a thing yeah i a- mean i guess you could say that i mean it didn't actually happen well it's not canon but it is canon-esque i mean you we could saw ar- as much that as we did Ginny, so why not? Yeah, and you could argue that Harry needs Harry's dens and they need someone to cut through the fog, and who better to do that than Luna? I mean, you can certainly, mm-hmm. you know, when or, or uh, Ron Luna, because when they do Harry, Hermione, who's left for Ron, you know, we can't take the sister, so we're going down the list, we're running out of people, and, and there you go. I mean, you can argue that he just blows up and he is so intense that you just need someone to just, like, trip him and be like, mm-hmm. like, you just need someone to like, think outside the box. So it works there too. So I'm into looking into like those areas where it doesn't blow my mind, but it's a, it's a plausible alternative. I think I'm like the, the plausible alternative guy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's say, there's a lot of dark fix out there. There's dark fix. Mm-hmm. And, but and there's, there's a lot that aren't. Yeah. They're different than angsty fix. And where I used to go towards the dark fix, I now draw like towards just angst. I love angst. If mm-hmm. characters are tortured, I'm all over that. Um, especially the hurt comfort. Like, if that is like ma, I will say that has been consistent. If there is a hurt comfort story out there, I probably am just all over that. I was going to say, yeah, you've talked about that a lot before. I know. Don't ask me why. Well, it's just my thing. Because is a year like none other not a hurt comfort fic? It is. And, and in a way, it is. I just. I know. You can't. It's weird. Once you've had kids, you just can't take certain things anymore. It changes your perspective about things. Um, where once or, it yeah, didn't remotely bother kids. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really a lot of stories that I find that I used to read, and I'll just be honest about it. I read things that um, I mean, I would even defend like uh, adult Snape with with teenage Hermione. Herm- yeah, I mean, teacher student. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm like, that just, it, I'm not even going to criticize it. It just does not remotely appeal anymore. Right. And and I'm not sure what I was going through where I thought that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but you know, like, anyway. We've had the Jen retroactive, oh my God, episode five. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, it down. Oh, okay. I'm trying to look through these questions really quickly because I did want to touch. I did write a questionnaire. Um, you did, and four people have answered it, so that's yay, pretty cool. people who've answered. I did read your and answer. and one of them is our our brand newbie, so that's cool. We we do we have, have a newbie. It's such a rarity. <laughs> no, and I just got it. I during the podcast, I just got a, a a sorting request, so we have a new Hufflepuff joining us too. Oh man, so that's cool. <laughs> oh, you just got a new Ravenclaw. Oh, good. I still think that I need to be in all I remember that. Houses, but Request is still denied, apparently. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Headmaster. <laughs> um, and even that, the stuff that we used to do seemed so important at the time. <laughs> and then remember? Ryan fired me and I got over it real quick. <laughs> yeah, three days Aww. later. Oh. But no. Okay, so is there anything that y'all would like to say about... What you think personally, why the characters in Harry Potter keep you coming back to them? Well, I really love um, Mooney's reply to that, mm-hmm. which is not on this particular one. Hey, let me refresh the page. <laughs> she said it's because it's home. 
And I really like that. That's why she keeps coming back to Harry Potter. It's home. I'll well, say the same thing, but monologue. I mean, it's... it's please elaborate. Yes, please elaborate on what we mean by that in A Thousand Words or Less. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a story about coming of age. It's a story about friendship and loyalty and making family. And it's a story that covers those years from 11 to 17 where people probably change the most. Mm-hmm. And it's kids who grow up before they're supposed to. And they grow up faster than they ever needed to. And because it's a magical story, because it has that fantasy twist to it, it's the perfect story to tell any number of other stories in that universe. Right. Like the whole world. Right. I mean, take our Aura's universe. I mean, anything is possible. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I'm thinking of Back to Gilmore Girls again. I can read a lot of fix in that (laughs) universe because there's so much that needs to be fixed. I don't feel that. With Harry Potter, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. broken. It doesn't feel messed up. There, there's just so many blanks to fill and in. And see where I feel Harry Potter glossed over so much. I feel like Gilmore Girls was pretty straightforward about time period, right? And so it doesn't draw me as similarly because my 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 issue is not even with Gilmore Girls. It's with other genres I've I've tried to explore. They, well, let me say this. This is what I actually wanted to ask you in the beginning. Um, we got uh-huh. track when you, when you said you were reading Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. My first question is actually why, and the reason I'll say that is we get so much in that universe. Doctor Who is the most is the longest running TV show in the history of the world. Right, right. We've gotten you know eleven Doctors, twelve Doctors, countless companions. It's a story. It's even much more so than Harry Potter. I talk about a big canvas. It's a story about a person who can go anywhere, anytime. But to be fair, the one the one pool I feel like Doctor Who does have in comparison to Harry Potter is that although so much information has been given over the 50 years or whatever, we still don't know who the Doctor is. We don't know what it was like for him throughout his life before he started helping humans. What his time with the Time Lords was like. The war. What... I mean, things that apparently are going to be happening in the 50th anniversary before this, we didn't know. And part of what drew me originally to that was exploring those those ideas. And also, because it's so, like, even just take David. Like, take that one episode from the Madame Pompadour. Mm-hmm. Take the very end where he's reading the letter. And he's devastatingly sad, right? And Rose asks him, you know, are you okay? You know, that kind of friendship. And he's like, I'm fine. I'm great. And even Donna, when they're in the, uh, the what is it, the library, the mm-hmm. science and library. And he turns to, or she turns to him and then she goes, are you all right? And he's like, I'm fine. And she actually knows, does all right mean not very all right at all? You know, and he finally mm-hmm. looks at her and there's a friendship made because she understands him. Well, Rose understood him too, and Martha did too, but it's never, his character is never elaborated. We don't know what the hell he's really been through other than a gloss over storyline. Um, and so exploring, I liked exploring his, his character, um, in depth and, and, and it can be done in a lot of ways. You know, a lot of stories that come out fan fiction are episodal, almost, almost like the episodes in the story. Well, it's definitely true, especially on Doctor Who. Where you get a Who. glimpse more yeah. of him. They yeah. make a big deal mm-hmm. out of giving answers, but all they do is kind of muddy it up a little bit. Yeah, you don't know anything. Yeah, we had an entire episode but. about how the name of the Doctor is important. We still don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
to be fair, though, as much Doctor Who fan fiction as I have waded through, only a few. And and I and I blame this on the consistency of quality in the good Harry Potter universe. The quality of the Doctor Who universe is not remotely as as plentiful mm-hmm. or as up to par. I mean, there there's one or two. I mean, I can think of Chaos First, which is blows everything out of the water. It's like shoebox, mm-hmm. completely different than anything else you've ever tried. But the others, I can't even think of one other story to compare. You know what I mean? Like, whereas Harry Potter, I could just start vomiting names of stories that everyone needs to read right. because they're so wonderful. Well, and I, right. and I, I, don't, I know I'm going on, but no, no, I wonder... No. I wonder if the reason that the quality has not gotten to other genres is simply because people have only begun to branch out to those. And I know I want to say, well, it's because everything else is new or Harry Potter's been around the longest. That's not necessarily true. Like take the Avengers no. fan fiction. Comic books have been along around longer than anything. Longer yeah, than Star Doctor Trek stories. Star all. Trek's. Yeah. That's where you got the slash from Kirk slash Spock. But fan fiction there has not, I feel like Harry Potter fan fiction has kind of become the, I don't even remember the word I used, but the beginning. Well, that's the thing for me. It's like, okay, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Look at Star Trek. We've had 18 seasons. We've had, what, 13 movies. We've had any number of books. So my thing is, if I want to read, there, there is no Star Trek story that's probably been told. That, that, I'm sorry, there's no Star Trek story that I want to read that hasn't been told in some capacity. Now, I'm into fan mm-hmm. films. I'm into the audio dramas because I like right. to watch TV and I like to listen while I'm at work. But I would not really want to go and read the Star Trek fan film. I'm sorry, read Star Trek fan fiction unless there's a particular story that never got finished. And like there was one, I wanted to know what happened to a character from Star Trek four once. And they wrote a story about it in official fan fiction. So I went and read that and it was interesting, but there's usually not a storyline that I want to see of, you know, more involved because they, they cover everything over so Mm -hmm. many, so many, so many years, but you could argue, okay, Harry Potter, you know, it goes over for years and years and years and, and there's a big canvas and Star Trek can have a, it's, it's a perfect canvas. You want to tell a Star Trek story? Invent the name of a ship. Invent the invent the characters on the crew and send it so off. It's into, totally AU. And it's mm-hmm. it, well, it doesn't even have to be AU. It can be an official ship. It can it can be in the same universe. But they've got thousands of ships. Just pick one and go and tell that story. And it doesn't have to involve Captain Picard. It doesn't have to involve the Enterprise. It can just be an office well, on its own thing. Right. And, and you can just. You- yeah. Go ahead. No, but what I'm saying um, is, I guess, like, I'm not as interested in, in reading stories about adult characters because usually adult characters already have their lives figured out. I like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the people trying to grow and evolve and who does that better than kids. Right. I was just thinking of the, um, the podcast, the Star Trek podcast that we've been listening to. The, um, uh, and Star I can't even remember what, yeah, the outpost, you know, it's the star three, whatever it is. And that's really neat. And it has none of the characters that we've ever heard right. of. It's not Picard or anything like that. But they've woven this wonderful story. And it's been going on for, I think, years because you haven't, I have it, been listening to it for a yeah. really long time. And, you haven't listened to this, and they're wonderful. It, the characters are great. Like, it's on this broken down old space station. They'll literally have a three-episode arc about fixing the elevators. Yeah. I mean, it's deep. it's Deep Space Nine, only it's a Deep Space Three. Right. But the whatever, characters are wonderful, and in oh yeah, in the plot it doesn't have to be about anything, and the characters are just wonderful. It, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's you can do that now. With I have read, yeah, it's well written enough that you get involved with the characters. I mean, I swear at the captain all the time. 
I'm just like, oh, and he says his catchphrase, and I'm just like, oh, I just want to strangle him. Right. Now, here's the thing. That's a really good story. That particular story is 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 good primarily because the actors are so great and the production value is so great. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you would want to read that story. No, because then you're reading a story about people on a space station that has broken elevators. Mm-hmm. And it may not – I don't think it would work as well in written format. That's probably true. I don't know. The – um. I've been trying to think. I think one of the the draws for Harry Potter for me is some of the the before and the after things. Like I really enjoy finding a good Marauder fic or a good Founders fic, you know. And and I'm not opposed to Next Gen, which I know a lot of people are. And some of those Next Gen stories are really really well written too. And I'm sure I just can't find myself caring about them. Like I can, I'm trying to remember and see if there is a Next Gen. Any genre that I had cared about. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Trek doesn't really count because they rebooted it every time. It's different. Right. But like, Saved by the Bell, new class, didn't care. Um, it has to relate, though, to it ha- characters that you know. Mm-hmm. So if it's about the kids, it has to somehow relate to, at least for me, Harry, Hermione, and Ron. So they've got to be characters in the story, and the kids have to somehow relate to them. It can't just be about the kids to me, because I don't know who they are. Right. Right. I don't know. I think maybe a story would, would appeal to me if, like, Harry and Ginny suddenly weren't the perfect parents. Like, they just became adults and were God's gift to parenting. Like, if 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 it was in the child's point of view that, um, you know, why does Harry... Why does daddy disappear every so often? Where does he go? Why does he have to be alone? Like, you know, showing that they still have issues mm, as adults. Because just because you're a parent does not mean you change personalities. Yeah, like, well, I can't imagine the times where I have looked at my kids and I'm doing something and I'm like, hold on. I, I'm reacting like me, but I can't because I'm a parent. You know, and I have to stop myself and I have to reboot and like readjust to the situation and and it does change you somewhat but it, your initial reaction to things aren't different just because mm-hmm. you have kids right well, i mean and even just to expand on the other piece for me like if like i read a fic where um it, it's isn't it the classic harmony story jenny and ron got hit by a car right so harry and hermione and the kids had to move in together and there weren't enough beds. You can see where this is going. Anyway, but the thing was, it, it was horrifying. But the thing is, is that you can say, all right, while Harry and Hermione are dealing with what they're going through, you get to know the kids in the background. And but often, I hate the plot. Like, I'm sorry, but in what world can wizards not fend off a car accident? The plot I was that they went. That. Yeah, the plot was, it, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I hate well, that. No, it wasn't terrible, but I was reading another one at That's the same time. Terrible. It was so much better. Yeah, it was that they, they go to Muggle London <laughs> and, and Ron and Ginny, you know, go off on their own and Harry stays back to wait for Hermione to buy her book or whatever. And Ron and Ginny not being familiar with crosswalks, there was an incident. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because they've been in Marvel well, London. We get before. hit by cars all I like the time. The one, I like the one where Ron slips on the train platform and Ginny reaches out to catch him or to try to stop him and he gets a hold of her and he pulls her in too and they both die that way. Because at least <laughs> that the Hogwarts Express. You know? <laughs> will be about actual um, instances where we have read ridiculous fan fiction. Oh, they've and, done that. We've done that. But we yeah. haven't done it 
in a way that like defined hilarious plot points. We have, mm-hmm. we have talked about, you know, ridiculous, like the laughable things that yeah. people write in Dumbledore's twinkling well, eyes. I mean, the and thing is, with this particular story, the, uh, there's different ways you can tell a harmony canon fic. And you either have to, you can do one but two see, ways. Harmony is plausible canon. Why not? Well, the, I mean, the, the, the two different ones I've read, you read the ones where something happens to Ron and, uh, and, and Jenny. Mm-hmm. Or you read ones where, and this is the one I'll recommend to Jen. It's called uh, "Fulfilling Obligations." We've been talking about it for a few podcasts. Ray's read it. I've read it. I think it has like one. I've read left it to go. And um, Sue's read it, and it basically starts from uh, year eight mm-hmm. and works us through the epilogue and tells the story of how Harry and Ginny may not work as well as you would think. And how do you tell this human story of these characters and maybe how they're with the wrong people, but they're, they've got kids so they can't leave and and all this. And it it tells that type of story and works you through the epilogue and you see maybe things aren't as rosy in the epilogue. Now, Joe Mm -hmm. told us how happy everyone was, but if you watch the movie, you, you can't hear inside their heads. You just see what's in front of you and you could play it a different way. Right. So. I don't know. I guess. And. I was just thinking of one, and I don't know who wrote it, and I'm going to get in trouble for this because it's somebody <laughs> off of Melinda's list, although they're probably never lo- not listening to this anymore. But it's one where Harry, as an or falls, gets pushed. He f- goes down the stairs in the cellar or somehow that's a trap laid for him, and he ends up paralyzed. And, you know, you have Ginny who's trying to take care of all the kids and take care of Harry. And, yeah, they have magic and he's got a a wheelchair that sort of floats and he can control. But it's still, you know, he's still paralyzed and he still has, you know, lots of difficulties. And she, like, disappears and they can't find her. Nobody knows where she is. And she's just had it. And she's taken herself to the Quidditch pitch and is just flying and crying because she needs to have that release. And stuff like that. And that's a really, it's a really interesting story. Yeah. Jen, you might like that one, although yeah, I'd have to really go search for it because I don't know where <laughs> it is. Well, I read one a few years ago. It was a seventh year story where Harry defeats Voldemort, but he sacrifices his magic to do it. And then there's a year eight story where Harry's living at the burrow. He's all but a squib. No one can know he's a squib. So I remember he has, um, a, like a port key. Like he'll step into the flu and use a port key. And so people think he's fluing places. And he's like right. the receptionist at the Ministry of Magic because they had to give him some mm-hmm. type of job that well, doesn't and involve. See, I'm more appeal. I, it, I'm more drawn to stories that aren't necessarily like using a plot device to say mm-hmm. they have issues. Like why not stories that say, you know what? These, these kids. We're 17, 18 when the stories ended. They barely had a childhood, if that's even laughable. They got married because they realized, now we have the time. Right. They were lonely. They all got married. They did what what they were supposed to do. Like, why... Why the rush to have babies? And, and Ron's a dinner. You, you know, he's a dinner. You know, you know what I mean? His, with like, his brothers going, guys, is Hermione bitchier than I, I originally thought she was? Does anyone else know this? But it just, it just I like the stories where the trio, um, character, character, characterly <laughs> is drawn apart, like mm-hmm. because everything that kept them together, school, the war. 
that kept them. I like reading stories that make them have issues and then finding something that brings them back together. That is not, you know, they each have to stand individually in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's two types of fan fiction stories. One where they're either babied under shelter of Weasley house or something. Another where they're all living together on their own, but, but still together. And then one where they're all completely separate trying to find their way in the world, whether that means married individually or what, but the relationships fall apart. Mm-hmm. And so I find that just really interesting. I guess maybe that's another reason the epilogue bugs me that they were friends. Yes. But eventually through adulthood, common, common things that make you friends shifts mm-hmm. realistically. And, and so I, and people I would like to know apart. that they still cling. I would like to, I want to believe that they still cling to each other, that their love it's more than a friendship. You know what I mean? They love mm-hmm. their family. But yeah, I like it when, when, when realities are written into fan fiction rather than, oh, Harry lost his legs and Jenny's sad because they can't ride brooms together. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to, you know, Mooney said that the reason that she comes back to Harry Potter is because it's family. And I think that my part of it, I mean, I was a, a, a fan. I was reading it. I was reading blogs and things on MuggleNet before I found out anything about the podcast or fan fiction or anything like that. So I was dabbling in the fandom. But I think what really has kept me here and doing what I'm doing with the podcast and stuff like that is you guys. It's the family oh. that I found through Harry Potter. Well, and, and that's I, a perk, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> But I, my, what I like, what draws us together is that we each share our love. We share the love. Yeah. We share the love of reading. We share the love of Harry Potter. And we share the love of these other things that we have found. And sadly, in our generation, I have, I'm, I'm becoming more and more aware that book lovers and Mm -hmm. people who not only love books, but like to talk about them are a dying Freedom yeah. people. Well, it's the classic book club. That was the reason you do this originally. If you, if someone's a Harry Potter fan, you can, you know, walk into work and pull your coworker aside and be like, did you read Harry Potter? You're much less likely to pull the person aside at work and say, what did you think of after the end? You know, we right. can only go so far. Well, so that was And that's what any book at all, because people's tastes differ so greatly. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. people even open books anymore at all. Well, that's why I love the book. And that's why I love like Jen. I've been harassing her this week. She's watching Chuck. And which episode are you on? What scene are you on? Like, I, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm asking, Bob, I, well, if you want to tell me, I'll gladly. Accept I'll tell it. you very quickly. I'm on season three. And for some reason, um, Sarah is giving Chuck the cold shoulder because of something that happened at the train station. Yes. But I don't know what. Right. And I hate it. I hate it. And the great That's- well the great thing about that show just as an aside <laughs> is because they only got like they only got like another 6 episodes and that's it. Okay, 6 more episodes, but then that's it. Then and I have a huge crush on him because he sings Entangled. Yes, he does. And He's- the cool thing about Zach Levi, he is exactly like Chuck. And he was in Thor too. <laughs> That I saw the other day. <laughs> All right, we'll do Chuck next time. But I mean, that's the, that's the thing with Perfect Weekly is that you uh, we needed to bring people together because I wanted to talk about what I was reading with people, and there and you needed to build that type of framework where you can pull people together and say, okay, what do we think of Chapter Five? What do we think of the scene? Well, because- and it's so hard to find friends that have this specific interest. Right. But the and interesting so- thing is, how many of our friends 
could like this if they were exposed to it, but you don't want to like come out of the closet, so to speak, and be like, but that's I need not Harry true because most of my friends think I'm totally weird. Well, mm-hmm. T- shut up, but totally, <laughs> do you know what I'm like? I don't fit in right. with the normal. I, I, and you know, I walk into work laughing, and the first thing I hear is, "All right, which which podcast are you listening?" Well, that's the thing I was now, trying to say earlier. We're talking about you know our age. Is it our something about our age that makes us more likely to like Harry Potter? And Sue's like, "Well, I'm older than you guys." And I was trying to say you're a kid at heart. I was trying to think of how to rationalize it. It's that weird component. There's something about all of us on this line right now. Now, Jen and I are almost the same age. Sue's a little bit older, but that's. There's well, some, we were all adults. I mean, well, right? But when I say maturity, I mean from yeah, child. We're to that adult. Sp- we're that type of people. That this is the thing that we love, but not everyone has this, right? Or people mm-hmm. read Harry Potter and they say that was a nice story. I want to read something else. We want oh. to kind of move in, right? And it's so interesting how many people consider themselves Harry Potter fans and have no idea of what the fandom is about. They don't know it's here. I, Jam was saying earlier, novel-length fan fiction is the first one I ever read. I'm like, wow, there's one out there that's novel-length? I didn't realize. Like, <laughs> like, I, I remember was, thinking that. I, yeah, I was blown away by it. I remember I printed I printed the thing out. I'm like, I have the novel-length one. It's printed. Then I Do looked you remember at- when Mike was going to send me a printout of my favorites that I never yeah, got? Yeah, wasn't it, wasn't it after the end that he sent you? It was, tried to it send was you? supposed to be like three or four. I have to tell you that I have never looked forward to a Christmas present as much as the one that I never received. We all ought to put... I want to know how he did it. If he didn't spend any money on it, he wasn't oh, supposed he to spend in. Oh, he had to have and the paid for paper and the binding and stuff. But uh, oh, I well, just wait. That remember, was he got everything free from from his employer. Remember that? That's uh, true. He got everything. Anyway, really I cool. thought that was a funny. Yeah, that was the post yes, office right, incident. If that awesome, was the post office yeah. incident, we took one of yeah, It's kind of funny because I not everybody knows what happened. I mean, people that have heard the podcast. Right know that whatever the gift was got lost in transit, but not everybody knows what the gift was. Right. And it was like the perfect gift. Like if somebody knew me as well as he originally thought of that gift, like you just don't even know. But anyway, um, I do want to say, uh, I totally forgot. Oh, well we have to close. Mm. No, let's talk about, um, our upcoming (laughs) podcast that we're going to put together with, um, with lady Chi. Okay. Okay. It can't Chaos be first. 22nd, which I totally talked to y'all about because I'm like, yeah, I'm available, but no, I'm not. I'm going out of town because that's the Friday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Jen, how about Thanksgiving? No, Can we no, do it then? No. Jen, Thanksgiving's late this year. Thanksgiving's on the 28th. I know, but we are doing we are doing Thanksgiving with James's family the uh, weekend okay. before and then coming home and then going to Arkansas Wednesday. So the problem is that Chi <laughs> works until 8.30 Central Standard Time every day, um, mm-hmm. except for Fridays, and she's available on the weekends. But James has been picking up extra shifts at the hospital, and he pretty much has been working seven days a week and will continue until Christmas so that we can have a Christmas for our kids. And um, anyway, times are tough, economy, blah, blah, blah. But me getting um, James home to be able to have a babysitter is a rarity, which I can do during the week, but that puts us really late. And she didn't seem overly fond of doing it late. And so I'm not sure 
at this point how we're going to do it. We'll figure okay. something out. And what we're going to be doing okay. is um, if you're a Doctor Who fan, the Chaos First, um, we're going to please check it out. We're it's, going to be covering that. It's it's shoebox, but for Doctor Who fans. And no, if you're my friend on Facebook, if you're my friend on Facebook, I um, apparently loaded, and I say apparently because I didn't realize I did it. I loaded all of my um, my Cardiff photographs. Yes, are all up just, there, and they're actually there's no context. I haven't gone through them. So if if you'd like to have some fun and you're my Facebook friend, and if you're not friend me, um, go through my Cardiff pictures and try and guess what Doctor Who scenes were filmed in that particular location. <laughs> um, because the, the cool thing about it, as I said in the last episode, is you can literally be standing in like a postage stamp size area, and if you move like five degrees, oh, that was that episode. You move five more degrees. Oh, that was a completely different episode. And you don't realize <laughs> everything was filmed in like the same location, just looking in the opposite direction. So go on there and try and figure out from my from my car photos. I have I enjoyed your photos greatly. Did you go through the new yeah, ones? I I, no, because I haven't had time, but I'm going to. But okay. I went through all the old ones, which is saying mm-hmm. a lot still. <laughs> well, I'm off work tomorrow, so if you want to stay up tonight with me and go through these, we can we, we, we can. Get okay, some we'll see. Can stay we'll up see. late. And I'd like to... Yeah. Um, <laughs> reopen the uh, the exchange part of, of of point of view weekly here a little bit, and I have two fix. I'd like Jen to read because I think she, from what we were talking about tonight, I think she'll enjoy them. And if she has any for me, um, in addition to Chaos Verse, I'd be glad to read those two because I have a new Kindle. If you would just read Chaos Verse, I have I, I have a um, I got the well I have a I had a Kindle and I had the um, the one with the the. Why light you've on. had seven of those? I, I do. I, I know. I need one. All I but I do like my iPad Mini a lot. Yeah, the iPad Mini works too. No, it was. It's hard. I like to read with one hand, and it's hard to hold like a tablet with one hand. I know. So I had the cheap Kindle, but um, in in bed, if Danielle's asleep, the light shines in her eyes. So I got one of the ones with the glow screen. Can I just say, if they come up with a size that is between a cell phone and the iPad Mini, that I would buy it so that it would be more comfortable to hold. For what? For a Kindle or for, for a Mac? For yeah, Mac, yeah, for an iPad. Mm-hmm. Yep. With like the Kindle, Kindle screen. Yeah, well, the, the Kindle Paperwhite, look it up. It's pretty inexpensive, yeah. and the screen's great. Mm-hmm. I, I have one. And it's My it's problem, really and it's the same problem I have with um, MP3 players, mm-hmm. I am just, it's beyond me to put them on the damn thing. Um, <laughs> if I can't just have access to the internet, I'm pretty much... You can add, well, the cool thing with, if you have a Kindle, is um, they made it a little bit more difficult, but there are websites that you can punch in the URL to a fic, and it will make an ebook and email. Like, I still so, use CDs. Uh, the chat is I talking know. about Galaxy <laughs> Note. What's that? It's a large I, cell phone, or, it's a, or a small tablet, something. Maybe. Something, something. Maybe. I just, my hands are small. And mm-hmm. the iPad mini, they don't come up with a very good case yet. There's not invented one, um, to hold, to set it up properly. The case oh. that I have was a nice case, but it sucks and sitting up like a, it's flimsy and falls over. It says and it's so- a, she's Rachel says it's about a five and a half inch screen. It's pretty much exactly the size between a iPhone and an eight inch iPad mini. And some maybe, or if anyone can come with an, up with an iPad mini case that I haven't seen yet. They're still kind of new and hard to find. Or get the Kindle Paperwhite. I'll just send you all my fix. 
Or you can just send me one of your seven well, one of my seven Kindles. Kindles. Yeah, I'll look into that. I'll, just, I'll see if I can mail it. I still <laughs> have Lee's still gifts. Have I feel terrible. I've, I We've been moving and everything's been misplaced. You know, I just Why do you think moving? You're staying in the same house. I know, but we're moving literally all of our... But they're changing. We're, we're changing floors and everything is boxed. And then this room's being renovated, so move everything out. So then we're... Just, I, I set up my TV room. I can't find my remote. So every time I want to change oh, the volume... No. You're oh. not going to believe this. I have to get up and walk over to the TV and Did do you it. Not it's I can't you find the remotes. Trained Chuck to go and change the volume for you. No, yet. I ask him and he bites me. We're we're having issues. It's not, it's not okay. Well, here I do want to try the universal remote thing. We still have three remotes for our bedroom TV. Like, well, I almost bought one. I'm cheap. But I almost bought one because this was getting ridiculous. They had them at Big Lots for like three bucks. I just need to buy it. All right. So I, Jen is going to continue watching Chuck. I have two facts I'd love for her to read. I'm going to do Chaos first for the next podcast. Okay. So what are you what are you recommending, fic wise, for Jen? I am going to recommend for Jen. I'm uh, currently infatuated with Steve and Darcy fix from. The Avengers, which they're not a ship. And in fact, fanfiction.net doesn't recognize them as a ship. They're so new um, that it's very aggravating. There's very, there's barely any ships for that at all. But I'm huge into that. And there's a lot of Scarlet Steve, but I haven't gotten into that so much. Yeah, my question for Jen here is, will you read like a fic if I send it to your iPad, like the Kindle app, or will you just read it off of the web browser from your iPad? Um, I don't, yeah, I don't use the Kindle app. I'm okay. Just, I'm going to send you two fics. I'm putting them, you know, everyone in the podcast has heard me talk about these. I'm, sent, I'm putting them in the um, chat here. The first is going to be um, a fic called Shadow Walks. And the yep. second is one we were talking about earlier, fulfilling obligations. They're both harmony. I fix. remember you telling me about this one. They're both harmony fix. Yeah. They're both great when it comes to um, like the fallout. All right, I'll and, read them and we'll talk about them next week. Yeah, so I'll put those up. And the second is uh, fulfilling obligations, and I'll get that we one. We need to have. Here. If anybody has an idea of what we can talk about next week, please give us an idea. Oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> they can yeah. also contribute, Ryan. That's <laughs> true. That was very mean of me. Yes, it was. It's like, oh, they don't know what the hell they're doing. We'll, be fine. we'll figure it out. Don't you worry. So I um, finished season one, special oh. edition one last night. It just of needs what? to be um, our the podcast. <laughs> the, our podcast. She's all excited. She thought you were going to say Doctor Who. The no, one I wanted now. to talk about Rain. I have a new love on the CW. <laughs> I heard that wasn't, you know, you've obviously oh, seen it. Oh, come on. I, no, I heard, the one thing I heard about was it was so completely separated from historical. No, it's not fiction. historically accurate remotely. But right. you know what? Vampires aren't real either. That is um, true. So Are I don't sure? have any problem with a fictional. I do in a way wish that they had just changed the names instead of trying to make her Mary Queen of Scots and the French Prince Francis, because in real life they were married at like 13, 14 and he had like some gross disease and he was weak and pathetic and died right early, you know, and in the, in the show he is hot. And, um, anyway, I, Love this show. Anyone else who likes um, Vampire Diaries or um, any kind of that teen drama that I just sort of live for, even though they're not teens because Ian Somerhalder is hot, um, they will love Rain. <laughs> Although okay. James watched Rain, rolled his eyes, refused to sit in the room with me, and then went and watched the Tudors in the other room. Not that they're any more historically <sighs> accurate. Um, yeah, No, Elizabeth's sister was Mary. They were Tudors. Then... 
Margaret, Henry's older sister's daughter, was Mary, Queen of Scots. Anyway, I All right, next, next week, why don't we talk about what we're watching on the CW? Shut up, because you don't <laughs> well, want anything. I do. I, well, I watch <laughs> the Tomorrow say, People, and it's got a point six rating in oh, 18 to 49, and that ain't that. good. Okay, and also, I used Hulu for a month, mm-hmm. and I'm closing it because I hate it. I hate Hulu. Oh, thank you I for reminding me. I think it is me. stupid. Well, I, I don't know if y'all do it, but I, first of all, I never understood it. You can't watch anything except what's recent on TV. And it, I was going to finish because I never actually watched um, Downton Abbey. Well, they don't mm. have it on Hulu. So I was, yes, they do. It is on, it is on Hulu. And I've been watching Downton Abbey. But when I finish with that, I'm going to close it. Wasn't it on Netflix and Amazon Prime? It's not on Netflix. I don't. What about Amazon it, Prime? I don't have Amazon Prime. I would pay for that over Hulu. I actually just signed up for Hulu. Um, Except because, Amazon Prime is like 80 bucks. Well, and I would pay 50. Hulu has, well, the, the thing they're all doing now, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Netflix, they're coming out with original series because they want you to sign on. They want you to have something that only they have that you'll sign on with them for. Um, Hulu just came out with a new series. I'm blanking on the name of it. So I actually got, um, I got a week uh, free subscription to Hulu so I can watch this new series. Um, Netflix House of Cards, awesome series. I watched the entire thing on the really? first season. Really, I didn't think I would like that. Thirteen episodes. Well, it's politics. And, oh, great! But, but well, well, it's politics, but it's also um, manipulation. Is and, there romance? Because you know me, I would just won't give a yes. crap. Um, <laughs> liar. Well, no, it, it, it is. It involves. The boy and his dog don't count. No, it involves. It involves love and romance and sex and 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 how you use relationships. Oh, that's right. disgusting. That's not real love. That's using people for sex. Well, there is. Well, no. no. I wouldn't say that either. I mean, there is That's real what you love. Said. Well, it's like <laughs> two people love each other desperately, but if one of them sleeps around for political means, the other one doesn't care because they know it's it's not love. But that's not how my brain works, so I think that's gross. But they don't. Oh. So, it's oh. different. So, but it, it, it's an excellent. It, it's a very excellent show. I love that. And um, another comedy with John Goodman is actually um, premiering tomorrow on Amazon Video. Um, oh, what's it called? Um, Alpha House. It's about Republican senators running for re-election against the Tea Party. And it's you totally do not understand my teen drama fix. Maybe that's why we're so all. big on Harry Potter. Guy. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I also, my friend bought me um, Diablo 3 today. Know what you have, too? And so I'm going to play that. Know what, what you have? Babylon 5 what? Season 1. I know. I found that the other day. And Leah was like, what is this? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> well, it's, the more you wait, the more dated it gets. Watch it for it's the It's already dated. It might as well be um, black and white. Oh, hey, Ryan, I have something no, about Babylon it. 5 for you really fast. Okay. Um, do you remember Autopilot, the, pod, the podcast Autopilot? Yes. And and they did Babylon 5, and yes. you were a little disappointed in them. Well, the guy who hadn't seen it. Why was I disappointed? Was it because they got all the names wrong? they got some stuff wrong. Yes. Yeah. Well, the guy that hadn't seen it, because um, they've just started season three of Autopilot again, and I've been listening, okay. said that he fell in love with it, and he's been actually watching it all, and he's really, really excited about it. Yeah, so. it's an awesome show. So Jen can watch that after she watches Chuck. Okay. Have I would like to watch Thor that. Yet? Seen I haven't Thor even two. seen I haven't Thor, seen Thor one. 1. Oh my gosh, Sue! <laughs> you who got me into Magic Mike need to watch Thor. 
<laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here because I gotta watch The Good Wife. Because yes, I'm watching The Good Wife on, on Amazon Video. Seriously? Jen and I will be chatting after this because what, what happened? Have you even seen The Avengers? No. Oh my gosh, Ryan. Okay, I will read your stories uh-huh. if and only after you watch. Oh, I don't like that. You watch. <laughs> you will watch Thor. Is it? I can't remember the order. Someone tell me. Is it Captain America? Then Thor, then the Avengers? Is that the order? Or is it Thor and then Captain America and then the Avengers? Ah, I can't remember. Okay, whatever. You, The Avengers is the last one. You have to, Ryan. All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's you what we're have gonna promised do. me other things before. And, and, I, and never, I, I meant it every never. time. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do Chaos First for, for the Harmony Fix, and we'll we'll consider doing some type of no. Babylon 5 Chaos Thor exchange. Hi, no. Jane. Chaos First was for Chuck. I don't remember Grace that. Says you I, Iron Man. And someone could find it on the podcast way back when. Jen's like, oh, do, do we still release these? Do we also have a podcast? Brian, seriously, you have got to watch. Have you even seen an Iron Man movie? No. No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I think that's what it was. Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Iron Man 3, Thor 1. Well, Jen's Avengers. still talking here and filling up my Thor next two. three years. You're Thank you for joining us this evening. We've been we're no, part of a family of podcasts. <laughs> And I have season one finished, and I will get it out for you guys, and I will start on episode 42, which uh, might be Ryan's talking about his UK trip. I think so. so. We also have to release the um, the season three recap of Perfect Weekly, which is sad because we're on season seven. The movies that you have mm-hmm. to watch in the order that they are supposed to be done in. All right. Well, you get us a list. We'll and write we'll that down. We'll and they're on Netflix, so you don't have to buy it. Well, the Iron Man ones aren't. Jen's gonna hit a button. See, I just bought it for you freely, and then I'm. I well, Amazon Prime will probably have them. Probably. I'm gonna make you a list and check it twice. (laughs) You make it. And by the way, we'll be looking at my car in the picture. So with that, have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye, live chat. Promise, you'll love it. Bye. Bye, and we're still on the air here as we. We're still on the air. Okay, I'm gonna make noise because I've been waiting for this piece (laughs) of candy all night. Was this I just definitely need to know the order here. Yes. Oh, thank you. What is RK's name? RK? I don't know. It's RKD. He's our new person. He's RKD. from the UK. RK is from the UK. That what will really RK mess us up. What does RK stand for?